Hi, my name is Rochelle Grow, and I'm obsessed with all things business, especially networking. Oftentimes, the opportunities that we have in business and even personally comes down to who we know. I love helping people build a thriving network with genuine people, even if they are new to the game, afraid to say the wrong thing, or need a reminder to just do it. I'm a California transplant living in Northern England who's taken her business chops from California to New York and now the US to the UK. I work from home and run two businesses. No matter if you're a networking beginner or not, I can teach you the step-by-step behind the scenes secrets to building a network that you love. Pop in your earbuds and get ready to be encouraged and have some fun while you learn. This is Allergic to Small Talk by Cut Class. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 10 of the Allergic to Small Talk podcast. You can catch me here every Thursday, or you can see me live every Thursday on my personal Instagram account called It's Row Grow. That's I T S R O G R O H. You can also say what's up to me in my Facebook group called Allergic to Small Talk, and you can follow me and my awesome team at Let's Cut Class. All right, let's dive into today's episode. We're going to talk about the power that lies in reconnecting with old friends or family because oftentimes we think it's our close friends or family that provide the most value for our lives. And while that may be true for trusted info and support, it's not true when it comes to valuable opportunities that you will have in your life. Whenever I'm working on a new project or in the past when I was looking for a job, I would only share this information with close friends or family. I mean, it's only natural to share this kind of stuff with these people, right? After I was done sharing about my project, I would hop back into my project and engage with the other people that were working on the project with me. And then later on in conversation with my family and friends, I'd share an update. That's kind of how it went. I'd work on my projects, then I'd share information with my close circle, and that's kind of how the information ebbed and flowed, right? The same thing would happen with job searches. I would share what I was up to with my friends and family, then cold call or cold email, job postings. I would say to my family, hey, mom, dad, sister, brother, or best friend, I'm on the job hunt. And because I probably hated the situation I was in, I would cry about how hard it was to find a job, no one would call me back, and I would go down this entire disempowering conversation, right? So, you know, when we're working on projects or looking for a new job role, this is usually how we share and update people with what we're working on or the help that we need. But the problem with this is the people in our inner circles or the people working with us directly on a project usually have access to the same people and the same resources as we do. So their span of reach isn't vast because the overlap in resources and knowledge is pretty big. So the opportunity to find like a new job or gain powerful information is small. So how do we change this? Well, we add a step of reconnecting with what sociologists call dormant ties. Dormant ties are people we used to talk to, but for some reason we don't anymore. Due to career progression, industry changes, or literal moves across the world, we just lose touch with these people. Now, don't get these people confused with those individuals you may have crossed in the past or those people that are super pissed off with you because there's a reason why that friendship broke down, okay? So 
Don't be trying to rekindle or repair stuff here. I'm sure there's a whole other load of like podcasts that could help with that. But all right, you get the point. (laughs) And while your relationship with these people goes dormant, your lives don't. Meaning both of you go on to create a whole new cluster of your life with jobs, friends, family, passions, and interests, right? Because your dormant ties aren't a part of your close circle, the opportunities and the knowledge they have access to far outweighs what you would get from your inner circle that has so much overlap in terms of resources and opportunities. So when people are looking for a new job, new knowledge for a project or information, they miss out reaching out to those dormant ties. And I urge you to reach out to a dormant tie this week. Make a list of five to eight dormant ties. I want you to reach out to one dormant tie, and if you want bonus points, reach out to three. To give you some ideas on who to reach out to, I want you to scroll through the messages on your phone and see who you haven't spoken to in a while. Or those people, when you see them again, you pick up right where you left off. Or people you've been meaning to, quote unquote, reach out to. I want you to take 30 seconds right now and set a timer to reach out to that person after this podcast. When you figure out who you'd like to reach out to, here are a few examples of what to say, and feel free to pause and write this down if you need to after each suggestion. Number one, you can say, hey, I was thinking about you today because I read, saw, heard XYZ, and I wanted to catch up with you. Number two, hi friend, insert their name, it's been so long since we've caught up, I would love to hear what's going on in your life. Or number three. Hey there, how are you doing? It's been so long since we connected. Let's change that. I'd love to hear what's cooking in your world. Obviously, you can craft these messages to fit your tone of voice, but the whole point of these messages are to be casual. Just be super, super casual. The point of these messages are really just to reconnect. As your conversation unfolds, you will naturally talk about projects you're working on or the goals you have set for yourselves. Now. I don't want you to expect anything from the conversation because that's what makes it truly awkward. Just see where the conversation takes you. Now, I know your solo conversation in your head at this moment may be saying things like, well, okay, what do I say exactly? It's been so long since I reached out. They might think I want something from them or I don't want to come off as needy or ah, this feels weird. Well, That's natural, but consider the fact that maybe that other person will be so happy to hear from you. A great example of dormant ties is the story of Lorenzo Fertitta and Dana White. They are two of the three former owners of the UFC. Lorenzo was a boxing commissioner when Mike Tyson bit Evander Holyfield's ear off, and Dana managed early UFC fighters Tito Ortiz and Chuck Liddell. If you don't know about the UFC or you're not into MMA fighting, that doesn't matter and that's not the point of this important story. The point is this. Based on taking action on their dormant tie, they sold UFC for $4 billion in 2016. I don't know about you, but I'm definitely paying attention to the power of dormant ties. Dana and Lorenzo were old high school friends until Dana got kicked out of school. Ten years later, they reconnected at an old high school friend's wedding. And they found out that they both liked prize fighting. At the wedding, they said what most people say, right? Like, hey, we should catch up soon. But unlike most people, they actually did. A couple weeks later, Dana found out that the original owners of UFC were looking to sell. So he called his dormant Ty Lorenzo and told him he should buy the UFC. So Lorenzo bought 
the UFC for $2 million and gave Dana 10% in the process. That's how the start of their business love story began. With Dana's background in the UFC and Lorenzo's experience on the Athletic Commission, it was a match made in heaven. But none of this would have ever happened if two friends hadn't agreed to reconnect after their high school friend's wedding. I can't promise that you will sell a company for $4 billion if you reach out to a dormant tie, but I do promise this. One, you will feel better for doing it. Once you pick up the phone or drop that text or send that email, you'll get a response and realize, why didn't I do this sooner? Then you can also continue to reconnect with dormitize after you get the first one out of the way. And lastly, when you've run into someone and picked up right where you left off, isn't it nice? Now, if that person asked you for help on a project or your knowledge on a topic, wouldn't you be happy to help them? It naturally feels good to help others. Now, don't you think the other person would feel good about helping you too? Give people the opportunity to contribute to whatever it is that you're working on or in search of. They will be so happy to do so. So last week, I caught up with a dormant tie, and his name is Dre. Dre and I met in fifth grade, which is, oh God, 26 years ago. We remained close friends through elementary school and junior high. And even though we went to separate high schools, we remained friends and even went to a cool dance together in high school. Dre is such a great human being, but after high school, college happened, jobs happened, marriages, kids, and my butt up and left to the UK in 2018. So, you know, we lost touch through all that stuff. It's been a good seven years since we've talked and caught up. He added me as a friend on Facebook last week, and the next day I immediately said, Andre, what's up, man? We haven't caught up in so many years. I was peeping your profile, and I learned that you have a gorgeous family. You're an awesome chef. I'm so happy for you. What else is going on in your world? P.S. I live in England, so it's now 9.14 a.m. in the morning for me. So sorry for the middle of the night message. Ha ha. This message was very casual, and I also made sure to let him know. I took a look at his profile, and I noted the big changes in his life, marriage and his kids and his new career as a chef. Anyways, you can do the same thing with an old friend. Dre and I learned so much about each other in this conversation. I mean, we hadn't talked in seven years, right? Dre told me he wanted to take his chef skills to the next level. So I immediately hooked him up with my business partner, Leslie, so he can work through reaching his goal. Guess what? Dre didn't ask me for help. He didn't say I needed this or that. Nah, we were just two friends catching up and shooting the sugar honey iced tea. This is a PG show, so I don't curse. And his big goal for 2021 came out, and I jumped in to offer him a resource. So I challenge you this week to reach out to a dormant tie. I don't want you to have an agenda. Just reach out. Make sure you ask what the other person is up to or working on. Then you may be able to offer your help or expertise, and they may be able to offer the same to you. You don't have to have a major shift like Dana White or Lorenzo Fertitta's story, but this gets you into the habit of reconnecting and stepping outside of your inner circle for opportunities. I really want to hear about what happens during your conversation with your dormant tie. So hit me up on Instagram at It's Row Grow or in my free Facebook group called Allergic to Small Talk. All right, y'all. I hope you had a great time on this episode. And if you want the show notes, they will be at letscutclass.com forward slash allergic to small talk and scroll down to episode 10. I will catch up with you next week, same time, same place. See ya.